it properly so that we would we would have passed this this class this stage you know what i'm saying praise god so that we're adequately prepared for this season we're entering into hallelujah we're adequately prepared it's very important praise god hallelujah so i wanted us to look at some of the things that we touched on last week and just share a bit more on them. Share a bit more on them. I know that the first thing that the first person who spoke last week was Francis, right? And what he talked about was not not um, not making uh, this sound light, not making light of it, not making it trivial, not making it look like, you know, um, what's the big deal anyway? You know, we've heard these things before. And can I tell us the truth? There's nothing you're going to hear that, is, that you've never heard before. There's nothing you, you're going to hear that has never been said before. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's nothing. The reason why people get into trouble is that they develop itching ears to hear things that, you know, they think they've had enough of this, and yet that thing they've been hearing is not found in them. That thing they are considering light. You can't see the fruit of that word in their lives. And yet, when you begin to talk about those things, they feel that we've heard it before. Yes, yes, they can even preach it better than you. But there's no fruit. So until we begin to bear fruit fully, in its full measure, we are not ready for the next class, if you know what I'm saying. Praise God. Or let me say it this way. You should be bearing a lot of fruit from the last class as you engage the next one. I think it's better that way, right? That's more practical. Hallelujah. So we want to announce again, we want to declare that we're in a new season. Praise God. We're in a new season. Um, 
Brother David, you can put, I was actually going to say that on Monday, that one more row of seats should be added on the aisle here. <clears throat> Praise God. Yeah. And then you can put some two in front of that metal there. So very, very important for us not to see the word of God finish. Not to see us finish. Not to see God's word finish. You know, I'm speaking Nigerian language. <laughs> Just what it means is not to make light. You know, not to call us important. Not to call God's word. The aspect of God's word that is being spoken to you in this season. Not to call it important. And because of that, you lose out on what God has ordained for you. Praise God. It's very important for you not to miss the movement of the, of the um, movement of the, of the people. I'm, I'm, using, I'm looking for an Old Testament word because I'm likening it to the church in the Old Testament that they, they were moving. Okay? When the cloud moved, they moved. When the cloud stopped, they stopped. So it's very important for you not to miss that movement of the people when the cloud begins to move. Hallelujah. So I don't want you to call this season light. Don't make light of it. Don't make light of it. Now, in the past 30 days, if you joined in the prayers, if you joined faithfully in most of the things we did, I want to say very clearly that your steam is stronger. I want to say very clearly that there is something that is bubbling inside of you that is much stronger than it was. Praise God. If you're not feeling, if you're not feeling that way, then I'm really sorry. That's all I can say. Because we can't go back to those 30 days again. <laughs> and, you know, before... I used to feel that uh, if you miss it, you will catch up with it. I found out that there are certain seasons that when you miss, it might take you a while to catch up with them, to catch up with that season again. It might take you sometimes years, right, to catch up with it again. So it becomes very important that if you are in a community, a community where you know that God is speaking. A community where you know that, you know, to a large extent, they are hearing the movements and the tidings of God. It's very important to hear the announcements, the sounds of the Spirit, and align, align yourself to it. If you call a fast, join the fast. It's for a purpose. Right? If they call for prayers, join the prayers. Don't call the prayers trivial. Don't say, I won't do the fast. I will do it. I will join them to pray. I will not fast. I will join them to You will select the portion you want to do. That is not good for corporate movements. When you do that, you isolate yourself. Then when those who are faithful begin to reap the fruits of their faithfulness, you'll be wondering why it looks like you've been left out. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, when we move, when, we, when there is movement in the spirit, in our walk with God, it is not immediately seen from our faces. 
is not immediately seen from our, um, our appearance. My nose doesn't change. Right? My eyes don't change. Nothing changes. I will just appear the same. Praise God. Until that devil that used to trouble me before comes back again. Then that's when they will know that the uh, story has changed. Things are not the same anymore. Praise God. However, every other person will not know <laughs> that things have changed. It's between you and that realm. And God, you know. Hallelujah. Praise God. And some things, when they are birthed in the spirit, it takes a season of time for them to manifest in the physical. Do you understand what I'm saying? So some of you have birthed stuff in the spirit. And the Bible says that if we are patient, if we wait faithfully for the timings of God, we are going to do what? We are going to reap. We are going to see it. We are going to see the fruit of your labor. God will never, ever, ever, ever um, ignore your labor of righteousness. It's not possible. That's not who God is. God is not unfaithful. That's, what, that's how Paul said it. He said, if God for, forgets the labor of your righteousness, then he has become an unfaithful God. So he will never, ever, ever forget the labor of your righteousness. What is this sound? Huh? Why is that speaker making that sound? Okay, they're working on it. So I would like us to corporately engage like last week. So what are some of the things that I would do that would show that I'm making light of what happened? I'm making light of the announcements. What are the things? Where's the microphone? Please help us pass around the microphone. Who has what to say? What are the things that I will say or do? What are the things that would, you know, betray that I'm calling the season light? I'm not paying, in, paying attention to it. I'm not calling it of any importance. Yeah? Anybody? Yes, Eka. Um, I would say um, ignorance, whether you know it or not. Um, ignorance is a, I think ignorance is a major, um, a major way to take light a season. Okay. Ignorance. Let me write that down. She says ignorance. So ignorance of what? Because the season has already been announced. So what is it that you'll be ignorant of? Is there anyone that can act some flesh? Anybody? Shile? Perhaps like ignorance of the fact that you need to even recover anything. You're like, oh, I get that everybody's praying, but me, I'm okay. Okay. Sister Zuka wants to say something. I think disobedience. 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 So okay. it's possible 
uh, we heard from God, I heard from God. It might not be very weighty in quotes, but to me it's little, but I felt to obey that simple voice or instruction or origins of God. Very important. Very, sometimes very little instructions are just what you need to push you through. And then we ignore it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to say that, okay, if you're cast, I mean to say. Praise God. Um, I want to say uh, unbelief. So in Hebrews 4, verse 2. It says, for indeed the gospel was preached to them. Was, for indeed the gospel was preached to us. So I'm looking at the gospel here as an announcement. Hebrews 4, 2. As well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. So if we don't believe, if we don't mix what we've heard, or if we don't believe what the Lord has revealed to us, in this season, whether it's instructions or commandments, we just take them lightly, or we don't even we don't even believe that it's God that has spoken. Uh, if we don't mix it with faith, because last week we dwelt a lot on faith, so if we don't mix what we've heard with faith, then it will not profit us. Then we would lose. Hallelujah! Did you hear that? Okay, the scripture from the book of Hebrews. Now, a a very very important aspect of um, what I'm what we're discussing right now is. Remembering the scriptures, the theme scriptures that we prayed with, that we focused on in that season. Because every word of God you labor over is meant to give birth to something. When you labor over God's word, it's meant to birth something. Do you understand? So if those scriptures were scriptures that were, the spirit of God threw them out. These are scriptures you know, that will birth this season for you. You are carefree, careless when you shut that page and move on. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you ought to, we ought to constantly engage those scriptures. Consistently engage those because those are the scriptures that is announcing the new day for you. And until you see that new day, you do not release engagement with those scriptures. God's word is so powerful. I'm telling you. God's word, excuse me. God's word is so powerful. It's, it's, I don't know any other word to use to describe how powerful the word of God is. You know, I don't know if anyone has fought spiritual battles and all you ever did was just engage God's word. And you just see things shift. Like literally, like shift. Just because what was coming out of your mouth is God's word. What is in it? <laughs> what is in God's word? What is in, what is in God's word? God's word is so powerful. It's so powerful. Yes. So uh, I'd like to say that some of the things that help that keep us from entering into this season manifestation is selective hearing. Thank you so much. So as believers, there's a way we can portion our hearts 
we believe, we want to obey, but there's kind of selectivity in hearing, like, you are hearing it, but like, this one is not for me, because you feel it's hard, and you, you just feel it's hard, no, it's not for me. So there's a, there's a way you poster your heart that there are some things you, ah, if God says this, you push in, but there are some that like, you are pushing it away, and you go on with that. We can still make it this way. So that selective hearing is something we consciously or unconsciously do. And it affects us. There's what we call bearing um, in, in the Bible, where we're talking about bearing fruit. Bearing fruit unto perfection. That perfection in your fruitfulness would be hampered because there are some things you need to do in that season to be complete, but you are not fully coming to it because you have been selectively taking, this one is not for me, this one I think is for me. Uh, that, that's what I, I feel very much. And there's also, when we come into seeing the things that God has prepared for us and shown us, um, we ought to also approach, he was talking about faith, and one of the ways we enter into things or the presence of God in those things is intense giving. Because when we see those things and we are still acting as if we are yet to hold them, we don't still believe. But when we enter, the Bible says enter his gates with intense giving. Most of the time we are so used to thanking God when we have received rather than when we have seen. Once you have seen it, then you know it's yours. And in Thanksgiving, you march in, like they marched into Jericho. So, so that's what I want to say. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So what he's talked about is very important. Sister Dai, you have something to say. Selective hearing. You choose what you want to hear, and you throw away what you think is not necessary. Um, sometimes when you are in a community where you, there are things they teach that is not correct and things they teach that are not, they teach some things well, they teach, do you understand? You can do selective hearing. But you, when you have tested the flow of truth, now instead of doing selective hearing, what you would do is investigative hearing. Eh? <laughs> you behave like the Berean women. Are they women? Or people? Or church? It's not only women. It's women. <laughs> Praise God. So what you do is when you hear what is strange to you or what you don't understand, instead of throwing it away, you do what? You write it down. So when you write it down, you go back and go and search the scriptures and say, this thing this person said, is it true? Is it correct? Is it not correct? If the person is of a meek spirit, you can meet the person and say, but you shared this and I didn't find it in the scriptures. Or when I read the scriptures, that is not how I understood it. This is what I understand. This is what I understand. Praise God. Hallelujah. And through that discussion and through that fellowship, more light will be thrown either to you or to even the person who shared the word. So it's very important that we don't throw away things that we don't understand at this stage. Because 
God taught me something this past few days that I've been ministering a lot. God taught me that the Hebrew church, at the time Paul was speaking to them, they, you could consider them babies, right? Because Paul said, you still have need of milk. And anyone who drinks milk is still what? A babe, right? You could also consider the Galatian church a baby church, right? Because they had not been perfected in truth. If they weren't perfected in truth, they would not want to go back to Judaism. Am I correct? Or go into, go into the law. Then also, Corinthian church, of course, we don't need anybody to descend for us. Corinthian church is a serious baby church. But do you know that what qualified each of them for their baby stages are different? And their stages of their babyhood are different. An 18-month-old is still a baby. But you have an infant, a newborn, right? And then you have another baby that is about three months old. They are still babies. So we must understand the reasons for these rebukes and this chastisement. The one of Hebrews shook me slightly. They were not rebuked. They were not fornicating. They were not lying. They were not stealing. Do you know what their rebuke was? Inability to understand the mysteries of God. Did you hear what I said? Hmm? Inability to receive. Because Paul was trying to write those mysteries and he found out, oh, oh, they can't understand it. It's hard for them. And he started rebuking them. Because by this time, they should be walking, they should be understanding those mysteries. He should be teaching those mysteries and it will just be flowing, 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 flowing. He said in Corinthians, he said, when I speak, when I'm before those who are mature, it's not what I'm talking here that I say. Oh. When I'm before the mature, I speak spiritual. That's how he called it. I teach spiritual. I didn't say I teach spiritual things. He said, I teach spiritual. I open the spiritual dimension properly. And we download things from there. Now those things are mysteries. They are mysteries of God. And the Holy Spirit told me that there is a dimension of God that will never enter a believer if you don't engage the mysteries of God. Because all of God is not in the milk. You didn't hear what I said. We are joining to perfection, right? Good. If you want to get to that full stature, there are mysteries you must engage in. So, it's important that we hear the different levels of spiritual food that has been ordained for our glory. Say with me, ordained for our glory. Say with me again, ordained for our glory. So those things are the things that will glorify us. Without them, we will not be glorified. You are not glorified when you buy a new car. Haba. They just made life on the earth for you easier, that's all. Made life easier for you so that you can engage and the things that will glorify you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you have enough money to pay your bills, you're not harassed, you're not troubled. That's not glory. Please, please, please. That is not glory. That's not the glory that excelled. That's not the glory of God. No, it's not. That glory will perish. Bible says the glory of God is incorruptible. It's undefiled. Does not fade away. That's how you know what is glory. This is my house design. Will it fade away? Come back in 50 years. It don't fade. That's faded away. 
Okay, 50 years is too short. Come back in 200 years. It has faded. That's how you know what is glory. Are you hearing me? Eh? It's incorruptible. If I pour petrol on it and throw matches, can it burn? Eh? Once it can burn, catch fire. It's not glory. It's not glory. Eh? Once it can perish, once it is corruptible, it can perish with use. Then it's not the glory of God. And once it is not the glory of God, it's not what a true believer who is running this race should glory in. So you cannot show off with it. You cannot brag about it. The only thing you can brag about is the glory of God. Hallelujah. Paul said, this is what we boast in. My boast is in the Lord. It's in the glory of God. You see, all these things, I call them dung. I've called them rubbish. They are nothing. Whether I have them, whether I don't have them, it should not stop me from inheriting the glory of God. Are we together? Eh? Are we together? Are we understanding the word of God? Very important. Very important that we rightly divide the things that we see in this world so that we can instruct our hearts. Our hearts need, our hearts need instruction. My heart needs instruction. Your heart needs instruction. And the number one instructor of your heart is you. You are the one. Because you are responsible for your heart. I'm responsible for my heart. If they find iniquity in my heart, they won't flog my husband. They won't say, you are the head of this woman. You married her. You are the head. Eh? Why didn't you allow me to pass through your head to her head? The head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. So you blocked the woman from receiving Christ. Oh yeah, woman, enter. Man, go. No. You'll be held responsible for your life. When Kenegin Jr. turned 15, the Holy Spirit came to the father and said, you know your son is of age. From now on, he will be responsible for his life. You are done covering him. So if you didn't teach him to fight, if you didn't teach him to fight and he faces life issues, it can drown him because... I'm withdrawing from him. You carrying him completely. Does the father, do the father still have covering? Do they still have roles to play? Yes. But if a child is not taught and refuses to hear, after a while the child becomes responsible for his life. Responsible for her life. In the book of Ezekiel, God said, No longer shall this proverb be spoken in Israel. A man is responsible for his sins. His children will not pay for his sins. If a man sins, he will pay for his own sins. If the children sin, they will what? Pay for their sins. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. I'm almost digressing. Let me come back. Daya, I wanted to say something. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, the scripture that um, comes to me now is um, 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Um, is it first or second? That the second, that as we behold him, 
we are being changed into the very image. Please, can I get a chair to sit down? Thank you. From glory to glory. Let me be like you people. <laughs> okay. And um, so using that scripture and, uh, you know, the, the graphics that um, the media brought forth for that season was a woman that was pregnant. And, you know, that particular picture, I think last week I told um, Pastor Francis to help me bring out those pictures so that... You can put it before you. Yes. So that I'll... Um, I looked at your DP today and I saw it. <laughs> and I smiled. So, um, you know, it just came to me that I need to... You know, when we are in these seasons, a word comes. You know, so for the season that we are presently in, that we prayed into, is Joel chapter 2. And majorly, we talked about um, restoring the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, and that um, our threshing floor will be full of weeds. Our vats will overflow with oil and wine. And, you know, looking at that scripture for me, and that woman that was pregnant, I'm putting it together in my mind that, you know, that word is the seed that we must engage and with which we need to bring forth um, in this season. And many times, you know, like you rightly said, that when we go through these prayer sessions, meetings, we tend to, um, some of us have encounters, we have dreams, but until we bring forth, we must not stop. You know, there's a hype that comes with that season. We are praying, we are declaring God's word. But after that, you know, it's now left for you and I to ensure that what we are seeing, what we've seen in the spirits, we engage that word, just like a woman that is pregnant and needs to bring forth. We need to push until we see it physically. We must not. And I believe that that's what the enemy um, seeks to achieve with us to ensure that our staying power is not adequate enough to really bring forth. So for me, uh, you know, personally, I'm just sharing what what I what I've planned to do. That even after the prayers, you know, the word that was used during the prayer meetings, even the graphics, you know, all of these things, I need to bring before me to ensure that what the Lord has promised for us, I must take my own from there. So, and um, praying that the staying power to be able to follow through. And, you know, what, another prayer that we prayed during that, um, the meetings were that we're not going to miscarry, you know, and you know, most times when we um, um, have such opportunities, such windows are open to us by the mercies of God, not many people are able to bring forth. Not many people are able to see and follow through to get what God... Because, like you rightly said, I think during Open Book, you said that uh, how many of us believe that God has answered our prayers? And we all believe, but how many of us have actually received it? So that part of receiving is what we must engage with, beholding God's word. This is what you have promised me. 
I need to push in prayer, in meditation, and even, yeah, so during that, the season where we prayed, there was something, I think I shared it with uh, Mama, with my husband too. Um, I think I went out and, and this is linking it with what Brother Smart said, that we have this mindset where we have um, selected what we want to hear or what we think belongs to us. So I think I went out that day, I went for something official and, you know, and by the time I came back, in my head I was like, okay, so this is what, we sh what is proper, you know, to be done. That's me. And I heard a voice within me say, what makes you think that it cannot be this way? I said, I am me. You know, it was just a conversation within, between myself and the Spirit of God. Immediately I just said, I receive it. I receive it as what you want for me, as what you want for us. So those encounters will come. It's just for us to be sensitive. And when they come, we receive them by faith. Agreeing with what Brother um, Ifyok said from Hebrews chapter 4, where it talks about when we hear the word, we're not able to enjoy because it's not mixed with faith in our hearts. I just thought to share that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. How many people heard what Dayo said? Let me see your hand if you heard what she said. Oh, oh, lift up. See my own hand. Okay, so those that didn't lift their hands, what were you doing? How many people didn't hear what Dayo said? Let me, lift, let me see your hand. If you didn't hear what Sister Dayo said, let me see your hand. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, those, those who didn't put up their hands before and didn't put it up now, I'm not sure where to place you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, one thing I want us to know that is very critical is that the person that stopped you from your news, from your seasons. Now, I'm very, for, 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 for me personally, right, what is very vicious for me, I must get back as seasons. Do you understand? Seasons and assignments. Seasons and assignments. Because a man's life is made out of seasons. And those seasons, what gives birth to those seasons are the assignments of a particular season. Okay, it can be growing up, it can be maturing in faith, it can be a change of your spiritual food, it can be a change of your spiritual diet, it can be a change of your, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So that assignment is tied to seasons. So what is critical is that everyone here must get back every lost season in your life. If you don't get it back, nobody will ever blame me. You know, Paul said something, he said, no, but I'm not going to be guilty of any man's blood. I'm not going to be guilty of any man's blood. I'm going to open to you. I'm not the kind of preacher that when I'm preaching, I will, you will think you can only grow by what you're hearing from me, right? There are some ministers, preachers, you will never hear them mention another preacher. I tell you books to read, to show up. Because coming here once a week, we not feed you it's not enough to feed you. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are men that God have raised, or God has raised. Which one is the right one? I know the two. Both the wrong and the right. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. That God taught them a stream of the gospel. A stream of the gospel. A stream of the gospel. So they have power in those areas. Now, most of those streams really, really are all foundational. They are all milk. Majority of them. Faith is, is milk, but is core to your life. It is foundational. If you don't know faith, you will crash. Did you hear what I said? If you don't know faith, you will crash. You will not, you will, it will not work. You will not be complete in your Christian journey. And there are many things you will lose. And if the enemy knows that you don't know faith, and you begin to attack perfection, honestly, you can die before your time. Now, I'm not lying to you. Because there are certain stands Satan will take that is only faith that can heal you. If you like, go to the hospital. If you like, go to the, don't go to the hospital. Another person will have the same disease. Another person will have the same sickness. They will go to the hospital. They will get well. But you, you, you didn't learn faith when you were supposed to learn it. You didn't learn that Jesus is a healer. You didn't learn that at a certain season in your life, the first person to talk to when you feel anything in your body is the Holy Spirit. Before you get up and go and meet any doctor, you should ask God, what should I do with this thing? And God himself will instruct you what to do. I didn't say don't go to hospital. Though. That's not what I said. I said God will what? Instruct you on what to do. So if you carry the experience of your neighbor and carry on with the experience of your neighbor, your neighbor will leave you with that. And don't tell me it doesn't happen. We have dead bodies littered all over the place for heaven's sake. There are many dead. I'm not talking about unbelieving, unbelieving people. No, I'm talking about believers. Sometimes preachers. Why? Because there was a stream. There is a river whose streams make glad the what? The city of God. You are the city of God. So there are streams that gladden you. That glad is not <laughs> uh -uh, complete. It builds you up complete. So those streams, you're supposed to learn them. And because we are not meeting daily, we're supposed to be meeting daily. We try to meet daily. Technology is helping us. Praise God. So there are things you must know. So we're not here to say, okay, but I would direct you because there are people you go and listen to and you will make shipwreck of your faith. All the ones you've learned, you throw them away. So I would show you. So go and listen to this person. He teaches faith well. He will ground you there. This one teaches love well. He will ground you. This book, if you read this book, your love work will be established properly. Right now, I gave an instruction last year before we went on holiday. <laughs> That we should leave, read Love the Way to Victory. How many people have read it here? Let me see your hand. If you've read, if you open that book at all, let me see your hand. Uh, Lamb's wife has helped you. <laughs> read it again, no? <laughs> you have read it before. Read it again. Uh -huh. Because uh, the reason I'm telling you is that I read it. After the last meeting we had, I decided to read it. And I'm seeing things that I need in there. Because there are certain doctrines, there are certain streams, not doctrines, let me not use the word doctrine, there are certain streams you will need 
all your days on the earth. Number one is love. Number two is faith. You will need it all the days of your life. Whether you are a young believer, whether you are an old believer, whether you are a matured believer, you will need to operate them. You will need to work them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So please, this is so important that don't, don't play around with what we are doing. Because we are on a course. We've been given specific, specific measurements of attainment. I don't know if this is too spiritual for us to understand. Eh? They've given us marks from this season to this season. You must reach here. From this season to that season, you must reach here. So don't play with... So we labor in prayer to pull out Okay, what should we be hearing that can prepare the people to attain that, that height, that measurement? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do we understand what I'm saying? Praise God. So if you miss it, uh, some people will say, ah, they're always speaking mysteries. Some people will say, ah, they're always talking. You know, whatever you label it, it's to your own peril. Really to your own peril. I'm sorry to you. Be that harsh. Paul said that some people wrestle for their, for their own destruction. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, the one who stopped us, this is where I was going. I want to go back there. The one who stopped us from touching our seasons, entering into our seasons, hindered us from our assignments, okay, is Satan. Praise God. It's Satan. Either assignment as a ministry, growth as a ministry, reach as a ministry, or individuals, right? The one who hindered us is Satan. It's Satan that hinders. Read the book of Acts very well. You see Paul's writing and to the letters, the ones he wrote to the churches. It's always Satan that wants to hinder. He hinders the gospel, right? He doesn't want the gospel to move forward. He doesn't want the gospel to reach far. He doesn't want him to come to the people. So he will hinder him from coming. So he's always the enemy. Now, in a season like this, that we took time and God opened scriptures for us and God gave us specific instructions. God said, birth, birth it. We have been saying it since September 2022. So it's not today they started announcing this new season for us. They started announcing it since December 2022, Right? After a while, it became like a rhetoric, you know. Uh, when a new season, um, we quote the scriptures in Genesis. However, God spoke instructively and said, Bet it. You have been waiting for it to arrive. It's not going to arrive. Bet it. So I'm telling us now, Bet it. You keep pushing. When the woman gets to the last trimester and labor starts, that is when pushing starts. So, when the head of that baby has engaged, that is when labor starts. What has happened to us is that the head of the baby has what? Engaged. So, we need to push. If the woman stops pushing, the baby will die. 
So your enemy, your adversary has studied you. They study us. Eh? They study us. They know our weak points. They know our, our areas of weaknesses. They know how consistent we are. They know how disciplined we are. They know how flippant we are with our tongue. So they know some strings to pull, right? So the enemy will say, I don't mind them. Wait now, after the 30 days. No, should we? I know them. Don't, la- don't allow that to be spoken of you this time around. Surprise them. Am I, am I touching us? Don't allow them to, don't allow the enemy to say that of you. Shebi, I know, I know she's a chair now. She will start. Maybe after, she says she will do pray 12, 12 to 5 every day. She will do it for three days. We will just trouble them a bit. Make the day hectic for them. Make things a bit difficult. So after two or three days, she will stop. And we'll continue our operations. After 30 days, they will go back to their normal life. I know these people. These Christians are lazy. One of our sisters told me her father is an occult man. Her father said, <laughs> he says, he's not Christians. He's a very foolish people. <laughs> he said, when you go to attack them, he attacks believers. When he was alive, he was a very strong occultic man. He said, when you attack them, they say, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. He said, that's all they can do with their Jesus. <laughs> They have no power. They can't do anything with their Jesus. The man is speaking from experience. He's not lying. Something is pressing me. Uh, Pastor, something pressed me yesterday night. He came back again two days after. Hey, what will I do? (laughs) <laughs> you think I'm being uh, theatrical? I'm not acting, no. I'm telling you what is happening. Okay, so maybe you don't tell pastor. You tell yourself, what is this in that is always pressing me? <laughs> Three days ago, last week, last month, and the thing will just hook me. I can't move my leg. So they know. They know. Meanwhile, what you are supposed to do is you get up like a wild animal. You say, who is that? Who pressed me? Who entered this room? Who are, who, where did you come from? It's not where did you come from. Where did you come from? doesn't sense it and it will. So don't say, uh, Mama said, ask Satan, where, where did you come from? He will answer you from going around the whole world to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. You gird up the, your loins, the loins of your mind. You gather your loins and, and call for a fight. You gird up your loins and call for a fight. Some of us, they have caged our sins. It's through this prayer that we woke up, including me. I'm not exempting myself. I'm not telling you that things have been perfect. Uh-uh. There are aspects of my life I say, see, 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 see. Okay now, we are ready now. Praise God. 
So don't allow Satan to say, uh, Shabi, I know, brother, if you're... It's when they call for praying and fasting. Once they finish fasting, once they finish declaring, the, the next day, he will eat breakfast by 6 a.m. He will eat lunch by 12 noon. By 3 p.m., he will eat brunch. By 7 p.m., he will eat... I'm talking about some people, eh? <laughs> I know, see my son's stomach. The evidence is there. He's doing the right thing. <laughs> eh? He will eat again by 6 p.m. And then by 11, before he sleeps, he say, ah, this 30 days, oh, boy, too much. <laughs> Let me recover myself, Jerry. Uh-uh. He will pass in. He will see cold juice. Bring it. For 30 days now, I've not taken juice. Eh? I'm not taking what? Eh? Eh? I'm supposed to be drinking cappuccino every morning. I'm not even taking it for 30 days now. Man, no diamond, no rot. Give me that coffee. You drink it, drink it, drink it. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost has been whispering to you when they stop for 30 days, don't stop, oh. Continue. Continue for another five days. Continue for another seven days. Praise God. Because we're people of the Spirit. We're people of the Spirit. Where everybody, even though he's leading us corporately, but each person has their specific instruction that they must receive and work with. Or you will say, when it's time for prayer, they know you now. You think they don't know you. That when it's time for prayer, when it's time to pray, you just put on the phone. And what you just be saying is, amen. 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 Sheila will be shouting her, her heart out. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Prayer is over. <laughs> they didn't say you didn't join. No. You joined. You just sit down on the bed. Amen. 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 Everybody speaking other tongues. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, one, I'm, I'm not acting. I'm just telling you reality. These are the things that happen, right? Good. And the Holy Spirit will show some people. And sometimes he will show us what is going on. Okay? But what I'm saying is don't allow it to be spoken so of you. This part, because this particular season is critical. It's very critical. Very important. Now, some of you have built an appetite. Some of you that were faithful, you have built an appetite for prayer. You couldn't have done something faithfully for 30 days, every single day, and a pattern has not been built. It's not possible. So if you were not able to pray up to one hour, one hour, 30 minutes before, and you prayed three hours every day for 30 days, certainly you will not be going back to 20 minutes prayer. You are going to shortchange yourself. They will regather against you. And I'm just telling you the truth. And look, there's nothing like, ah, what is she saying about who are the people that will regather? They will regather. Jesus said, they will surely what? Gather. 
said it. They will gather. They will regather. They will regroup. During the corporate prayers, because you were there, they push them aside, push them away big. When the corporate prayer ends and it's only you, they will check. No, you don't even get fire. You can't even continue. He doesn't even know the scriptures that were quoted. He doesn't even know what we're doing. They will regather. And you'll be wondering why you've been going around and around the circle. Ten years, you're still going around the same circle. Habba, which God are you serving? Which one? Eh? Which God is that? Is that how he is? Is that how God is? You think that's how God is? That's not how God is. I listened to David Edeko once. David Edeko taught me something that changed the way I pray. And it's recently, maybe last year. He said, he used the word, he said, active engagement. He said, God is the God of three days. He said, in three days, any situation can change. He said, all you need is active engagement. My brother, active engagement is not that is not active engagement. That is not active. Active, active engagement is you turn from men. Eh? You turn from men completely. And you engage actively. Don't waste the hours. You are going to break the fast by six. Don't be waiting for six to... Eh? You wait for six so that you can just go and eat. That is not active engagement. Active engagement is set watch hours that you will be active in. Set them. And bring a matter. There is nothing wrong in bringing one matter and say, okay, in this season, this week, you see this issue, we will settle it. Leave all, that, leave all other issues. Leave them. Bring that one. Put it before God. If it doesn't change, I will drop this microphone. See, if I fought something for too long, and it doesn't give way. I don't deceive myself. I don't lie to myself. I tell myself, Chinere, you have not engaged well. You have not engaged. Because when you engage well, you will hear from the Lord. You will understand where you are. You will understand the season. And if Satan is behind what is happening, you will push him out. It's not everything that is happening to you that is ordained by Satan. Or, okay, maybe Satan is being used. However, it's a valley you should pass through. I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Right? So while you are in that valley, walking through, if you do three days, the valley won't disappear. You still have to walk through. So, but what will you come out of your three days with? Consolation. The word of the Lord. Comfort. Strength. Light. And wisdom to ensure that a journey of 40 days ends in 40 days. It doesn't become 40 years. Praise God. Hallelujah. I beg, I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself. I'm talking to myself. Praise God. Three days. Active engagement. Three days. Active engagement. Three days.
you can engage only one scripture. You can engage in only one scripture for those three days. You burn that scripture. Tear it. You engage it in the morning. You engage it in the afternoon. You engage it in one scripture. You can engage it. You engage it at night. As you are engaging it, you are engaging the spirit of God. They will give you rema. When you receive your rema, you engage with your rema. Three days, three days. I remember once I had an attack. A friend called me from, from the U.S. And he told me, he said, it's resurrection from the dead, dead, three days. The enemy had also planned that I would die in three days. You know, until we began to hear people like John, uh, John Giras, is it his name? The warlock from the... No, not James. James is Ugandan. Ramirez, Ramirez yes. Until we began to hear people like John Ramirez, and I, then I understood some of the things that I went through before, Right? There was once. I know who I know who that warlock is. I know her. I was meant to die. They did their thing. I said I will die three days. It will be hard to kill me. The way to kill me is just close my. You see this my mouth. Don't, not even that the tongue. Remove the remove the thinking that controls the tongue. Then you know say you have got until or go and reverse the cross. Make sure that Jesus doesn't die. Reverse the cross. Reverse it. That thing he did for me on the cross. I know it too. I know it. If you're having your way in my life, it is because I've not engaged it. I'm playing around. And we can play around sometimes. Maybe you're feeling the thing is light. Okay, no problem. But he has bigger plans. You don't know he has bigger plans. The day I realized he has bigger plans, I turn. I know what happened on the cross. I tell you, I know. I know what happened on the cross. Me, I know. I know. If there's anything I know like the back of my hand, is that Satan, the one that has the power of death, has been destroyed. I might not walk a miracle in your life, but you see my own life. I will carry this my life. The day I die is the day I'm ready. Sir, yes. uh, I will say, I will say, I'm t- okay, I don't want it again. Yes. I don't want it again. I don't want it again. I, it's not boasting. It's not, it's not boasting. Paul said, uh-uh. Paul said, look, me. It's not only Jesus that said this. Jesus said, I put, I give, you can't take my life from me. And then he told the Pharisees, why is it that you are going about? Why do you want to kill me? They said, look at you, madman. Who wants to kill you? He said, you want to kill me. I know. So me, I know. Some people want to kill me. Me, I know. Sometimes I even know them. I laugh. <laughs> you want, you know, go walk. You know, go walk. And sometimes they need to hear that you know that you know, go walk. It cannot walk, cannot prosper. No weapon. It's not Bible. No weapon. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It cannot. Let me speak it Nigerian language. Prosper. It cannot prosper. You know, go walk. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you don't get that by, by uh, you know, being wishy-washy. Mm. You, you press hard. You press hard with truth. You labor with truth. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Uh, go Let's sit and give you another walk. Not that one. That one no go work. 
Hallelujah. So I wrote down here, don't allow the enemy to say, don't mind them. They are not consistent. Shabit, they will soon finish and go back to their normal life. You and, we, you and I are not supposed to be living normal lives. We are not meant to be men. Paul didn't say men, men. We are not meant to be men, human beings. We like to always say that we are human beings. We should start saying that we are not human beings. We're spirit beings. We're supernatural creatures. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Let it enter into our subconscious. Let it become our subconscious reality. The things that happen to men should not happen to me. Why? I'm not a man. Me and you are not the same. Are you a dog? If somebody calls you a dog now, will you answer? Is it humility if you say, eh, I'm a dog? Shabby dog have eyes, me too I have. You are being foolish. That's foolishness. So me and my neighbor are not the same. Something can eat him up, but he don't have to eat me up. I don't agree. I don't agree. So the ones I agreed before, it was out of foolishness. I acknowledge. I acknowledge I was foolish. I acknowledge I was ignorant. I acknowledge that there were things I took for granted, but not anymore. So for you too, all of us in this company, it must be the same mind, not anymore. Satan cannot steal from me anymore because the days are getting tougher and tougher for you to serve God properly. Satan is, you know, tightening the news, right? Praise God. Hallelujah. Another thing that will hinder us from recovery is the wrong confession. It's tied to faith. The wrong confession. You must change your confession. Your confession must become consistent with your new season. Whether you are seeing it or not. How are things? Same old, same old. Uh, so that's how it will remain now. Yeah? If it's same old, same old, that's how it will remain. The way you were complaining before. It's the same way you would complain today. The same way you will complain tomorrow. After all the prayers that somebody has prayed. Maybe they even say we're in the new season. Save. Where is the new season? Save? Have you even seen it? Mm -hmm. See her. She has come again. New season. Yeah. After preaching, talking, talking, talking. Nothing will happen. Those are the voice of Satan speaking through your mind. And your heart, shortchanging you. Meanwhile, people are entering. People are experiencing things, right? You want me to bring microphone and do, give testimony? I won't. I won't. The day the baby is delivered, you will see it. You don't need to hear. You don't need to know the day the, the child was conceived. Eh? You don't need to know when the woman is two months pregnant, three months. She doesn't have to tell anybody. Whether she tells you or she doesn't tell you, the baby is sitting there. After nine months, they will push out the baby. Then you will see the baby. The baby has been born. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Last week, I think it was last week. Yes, it was last week. Last week. That's when we picked up some of these things. The reason I'm doing this is I don't want us to go past here casually. 
like nothing happened. Something must happen. Me, in my own life, oh, I've insisted that. You want to say something? Okay. I've insisted that something must happen. Give her a microphone. Something must happen. Make up your mind. Something must happen. If nothing has been happening in your life before now, it's your fault. I'm not going to pet anybody here. I say it's what? Your fault. If nothing has happened in my life before now, it is not your fault. It is my own fault. I'm responsible. It's me. It's my fault. If I'm not growing spiritually, it's my fault. If I cannot hear God, when other people are hearing God, it's my fault. The man who is hearing God, what did he do? Have you gone to train the way he trained? It's my fault. If nothing is happening to me, it's my fault. Yes, please. Sir, I also think that sometimes maybe we don't realize that we don't even believe in the sense that um, we don't, yes, it's the word is spoken, the gospel is preached, yes, everything, but we don't, we don't find it relatable in that sense because we're, we're looking for something spectacular for it to be relatable. Oh, I laid hands on this person and instantly something happened or... You know, so we're, we're, we're flippant in our thinking or in our believing. And, I mean, I was taking my baby to school the other day, and we're at um, Shita bus stop, and my son saw one man like this that was, Mommy, let's go and pray for that man in Shita bus stop. And I'm like, stop pointing, stop pointing. But in my head, like, what, what, why can't we really pray for somebody and the person will be healed? And the boy was shouting, yeah, let's go and pray for him. You are in Shita. Don't let them mob us and things like that. But the reality is that when we say some of these things, and I, I'm, I'm speaking from where I am, okay, where we pray for something, and somewhere in our minds, you know, maybe, I'm, I'm sorry to use this example, but I remember Namdi one of the days back then in, um, in Cave, and you, you were looking for those kind of miracles, you went online, you went to search that, ah, I've not seen anybody healed before. So we become, mm, it's not, we are not used to, we don't even know that we don't believe anymore. We are just going, <laughs> yeah, we used to pray, we pray, shall we, shall, but we don't even know that our hearts have become, and I, I know from where I'm speaking from, like we don't even know that, we are not even, we don't even believe. So I, I think that we need to come back to a, no, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> Let me speak for myself. To a place of, how do I explain it? Like relatable faith, like, yes, childlike faith. And just, if he said it, that's it. There is no... There is no gish gish. There is no. It's if it's not happening, it's not God. But it's, it's it's the truth. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. So, um, in Lamb's Wife, we are currently reading, I believe, in Vision, and um, one of the chapters we read in my own group was so. There's a part that stood out to me when um, Kenneth Hagin wanted to eat a man and. He tried to aid a man. We use the word if. 
Right. And that what if um, did not allow that person to get healed at that time, right? Because of doubt, right? And later part of the book says, anointing, um, the word of God, everything only works, only through faith and through faith alone, right? And most of us, we don't even even know what faith is, right? Even we even know that faith is is the of things of us. We know that in our mouth, but it's not in our heart. So we are not hoping for something. We are not we are not putting that faith into. But you know, it's sad that we even hope for other things, but not things in Christ, right? So, for example, if if York says that he's going to give me like a millionaire. <laughs> Because it's Ifyok. Uh, I know Ifyok will give me a millionaire. I don't need to doubt. <laughs> I don't need to doubt it, right? I know it's going to give me at that time, right? So why can't we believe that God is going to do that at that time? So I think the simple answer to that in my heart is we've yielded our hearts to other lovers, right? Mm. We've yielded our members to other lovers. We've allowed the voice of or the love, those, the intoxication of other lovers to consume us than the love of God, right? And it's just going back to that place of um, total brokenness before God and genuine repentance. And anytime we see our hearts drifting away, still bring it back. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. And as you are saying it, all your members, are, they, are, they are morphing into that thing. And we can actually like... We can actually like hope, like we can actually like have that faith in God. Because we dispense the anointing, we dispense anything through faith. When you walk in any form of gift, gift, you don't see clearly at the beginning of you starting uh, starting to see. Like if maybe you walk in the prophetic. But since you can know it's God, once you hold on to that image, it keeps expanding, right? And you can download the blueprint of what God is trying to communicate with you in that season. That is how faith works in, like, in that place of, like, consistent engaging with that thing that you behold. And it's, it's just keep expanding. Where you stop is where that thing will stop. Like, where you stop engaging is where that thing will stop engaging. Thank you, thank you. If you're, if you're. Hallelujah. Okay, I want to say some things. Um, when Kenneth Hagin came to teach faith, before Kenehagin began to teach faith, the church was not working in it per se, right? But as soon as he began to teach those things, the enemy attacked it. The enemy attacked it by corrupting the message. So we took the faith message to become a medium to acquire, a medium of covetousness, a vehicle for covetousness. But faith is not a vehicle for covetousness. Faith is a vehicle for the life of God. We use faith to inherit the promises. The promises of God. Perfection. Maturity. Spiritual growth. Spiritual journey. Spiritual gifts. Do you understand? We use faith. Now... Granted, when you have a material need, you should trust God for it. But it is not the God of your life for the moment. 
The life of God remains your God. For my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And you stay focused on the life. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because God knows where you are and God knows where to meet you and God knows how to solve your problem. But if you pitch, if you make your problem your life, then that's, that's, that's just what you're going to be getting. I don't know if I'm making sense. Now, I said that you can change things in three days. Right? So that's what I'm... In three days, you can change things. You can move anything. When you change whatever it is, if it's a natural situation, whatever situation it is, when you change it, you continue with the journey. It doesn't become the God of your life. Am I making sense? Praise God. So because of that attack, that Satan attacked that faith message, it's almost as if faith is gone. Genuine faith is gone in the church. Genuine faith. So we need to build it back. People need to be taught how to live by the word of God on a daily basis. That is what faith is. To live by God's word on a daily basis and use God's word to instruct my emotions, to instruct my movements, to instruct what I need, what I don't need, to depend solely on God on a daily That is what faith is. Faith is almost gone. Because we made faith a vehicle for acquisitions. So the person that doesn't have things feels as if he doesn't have faith. The person that has things behaves as if he has faith. Exactly. Do you, am, I, am I making things clear for us? Praise the Lord. Very important. Now, Going back to our labor, the prayers that we prayed and labor that we... There are things that will require our agreement for them to manifest. It's not everything. There are other things that will manifest as just, just engage. Particularly when things are held, when it's, a, when it's a, a demonic thing, right? When it's a demonic matter, when you are fighting a spiritual battle... When you engage effectively, you will push back Satan. They don't, you will wake up and they are pushed back. You will sleep, you wake up and it's, you will sleep, you will continue your engagement and they will be going backwards. But there are, so you, we must understand all of these principles and different aspects of our faith life so we will know how to put square holes, square pegs in square holes and not get ourselves confused and muddled up so that we can run the race well. There is a race that is set before us. That race is coming into the full image of our Lord Jesus Christ. That race for you and me, as far as this season is concerned, is buying back my seasons and assignments. When you get your season and assignment in place, if you need $10 million, one angel will bring it. One door that you didn't plan to open will open of its own accord. You will be positioned at the right place at the right time. As long as your focus is in God's season, Lord, I must recover all my lost seasons. 
all my lost assignments, all my lost appointments with God. There are some other people that household wickedness has sat on them. You need to unseat that wickedness. They've captured your natural life, captured your spiritual life, captured everything. The reason why they are even sitting on, on, on them is because their spiritual life is not what it's meant to be. Unfortunately, people that like knowledge don't like prayer. If you don't like prayer, and I'm not joking, you will not. No, if you like, confess from today till tomorrow. There are some spiritual battles. Ken Hagen taught us confessions, right? But there are some spiritual battles that only confession will not shift. You must engage spirits and wrestle them with God's word and release incense through prayer. Release it, burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it through prayer. So there are people, there are people that household wickedness, and I'm not going, I'm not teaching, I'm not doing deliverance talk, and I'm just telling you what is truth. Okay? There are people that household wickedness have sat on them. They have entered into, they become Christians, so, but they are still sitting on them. You need to unseat them. You need to push them out of your head. Push them out of your life. Don't be in church for five years and the same devil that was troubling you is still troubling you after five years. Okay, you didn't know before. Today now, you know. Today you know. Praise God. Hallelujah. As we continue, you know, um, there's something Joshua said last week. Get out. There's something Joshua said last week. Um, I want to throw up, okay? The core of a believer's life, the core of the life of a believer, the pillar of a believer's life is what happened in your spirit the day you received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Don't, 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 never drop it. Right? Righteousness is in your spirit. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have been freely justified. He has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. So you don't face life like a disadvantaged person. You don't face life, life like an orphan. You don't face situations like an orphan. You are going to God like an orphan. God will be looking at you like, I can't even help this one. No. I can't even help this one. Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we must, I don't know, am I making sense? How many people understand what I'm saying now? This particular thing I'm saying now. If you don't understand, let me see your hand up. Right? Let me see if you don't understand. Okay. So what I am teaching is that as you are here now, one of the things you must go and labor 
Very well. With the word of God. Where is David? David, are you teaching him God's word? Good. Teach him New Testament realities. You are doing that. Good. Teach him New Testament realities. Let him understand who a new creation man is. Let him understand what happened to the new creation man. Let him understand what Jesus did for the new creation. Let him understand what is the glory of the new creation. What is in your spirit man. Praise God. Let him understand liberty, freedom. Then go with the strength of that liberty and freedom to the place of battle. That's how we win. We are not the same as unbelievers. We are not the same as unbelievers. Unbelievers, they have no God. God is not their father. God is God, but he's not their father. God is God, but God is also what? My father. He fathered me. So I can enter his presence and cry, Abba, Father. He's my father. And there are things that he has perfected in me. There are provisions. There are things he has done in my life. That is the foundation. That must be the foundation of my journey. My progress in life. Now the mistake we make is that we model up what is in the spirit with what is in the soul. And what is in the body. What is happening to the body. But that thing that happened to our spirit man, we must understand it fully. And then stand on it for the redemption of the soul. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So our jubilee, uh, yeah, um, Emmanuel said something last week about announcing jubilee. Your jubilee has been announced. You know the day they announced it? The day Jesus rose from the dead. Bible says that therefore being justified, eh? How does he say it again? In uh, Romans chapter 4? No, not having peace with God. There's another justification that talks about resurrection from the dead. Was raised from dead, raised from the dead for our justification. That resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is my justification. That's your jubilee. Don't wait for when I will announce it. It's not in my hands. Announce your own jubilee. Announce your jubilee. Announce your jubilee. Praise God. And that's why we need the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The day you receive light, ah, I should have been free since. Ah, this is what Jesus did for me. Ah, don't wait. That's your jubilee. Unfortunately, it took place 2,000 years ago. So that you won't sit here now and be waiting for the day Pastor Siba will come and say, okay, oh, today is Jubilee for everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to begin to talk to the Lord. I want us to begin to pray. My seasons, my assignments, the seasons of my life, my spiritual map, my spiritual journey, my growth stages, which one did I miss? Which foundational life 
did I miss? Which school did I miss? Is it the school of love? Is it the school of faith? Is it the school of joy? Which one? I must recover them. My assignments for every season, for every stage, there's an assignment attached to you. And I've said it before. Even 10-year-olds have assignments. Nine-year-olds have assignments. I want you to ask God for strength for us to continue. And I want to ask God for, for sight and wisdom to ignore distractions. Because one thing Satan is going to come up with is distractions to break your resolve so you'll not be faithful at your commitments. The altars, the watches that you're supposed to be engaging in, you'll not be consistent with them. It'll weaken, weaken your resolve, weaken you against him. Please make no mistake about it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Make no mistake about it. This is not a season for, you know, I do it today, I don't do it tomorrow. I forgot. Mm -mm. Ask God for strength. Ask the Lord for strength. Ask the Lord for strength. Father, we thank you. We receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength in the name of Jesus. We receive strength. We receive wisdom. We receive life. We receive light in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. We receive wisdom. We receive strength. We receive life. We receive light in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We receive Every lost season. We thank you. We are in a thanksgiving mode of receiving. We thank you because we receive it. We must receive it. Ha! Father, we must receive it. We thank you, my father. Because when we asked you, you heard us. You already promised us, oh God. We came to ask you because you said you would do it for us in your word. So, Father, we know that because we have asked you and because you have heard us, we have received it. We received this new season. We birthed it. It will not escape us. We burst it. Give Adulam. Receive your new season. 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 Doors are open. Receive your new season. Enter. Doors are open. Receive your new season in the name of Jesus. Light must shine in this season. You must know the difference between the clean and unclean. That's when the fear of the Lord has set in. 
The heart that does not fear God will never know what is unclean and what is clean. What is profane and what is holy. I want you to zero your mind to the day the Lord Jesus will return. I want you to zero your mind to the last, uh, 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 to the, to the uh, 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 marriage feast of the Lamb, right? Please let me tell us, it's not a wedding. It's not the type of wedding that we do here in the world, right? But whatever it is, you must not miss it too. You must not miss your own place. I want you to put that day before you. Put that day before you. The word of God cannot be broken. The word of God will never, there's nothing in the Bible that will be broken. If you are in this community, you are far or you are near. If you are in this community and you are ever involved or has touched witchcraft in any way, I beg you repent. I beg you to repent. I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. To repent. Because the word of God will never be broken. My weakness is not evidence of the weakness of God's word. The word of God is strong. Even if I am weak. The wicked will perish. The word of God will never be broken. If you are an agent, whether you are close, whether you are near, I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I beg you to repent. The door of repentance is open. The door of salvation is open. I beg you, repent. If you are listening to me, you are online. I beg you, renounce witchcraft. Renounce Satan. Renounce the work of darkness. Renounce deception. Renounce that job. Renounce it. That's all it takes for you to be free. I renounce Satan. I renounce witchcraft. Repent. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me. Take bread. Take wine. Drink. Say, today I enter into a new covenant. With the Lord Jesus. That's all it takes. Godly sorrow produces repentance. I beg you to repent. Why am I saying this? I don't know. Maybe there's someone is for. The weakness of Christians does not mean the weakness of their God. If a believer is weak, it doesn't mean that that believer's God is weak. It's just that the believer by himself is weak. This is the hour of salvation. Father, we thank you. Now, I want you to check your life. There's any way you have slacked now, 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 in this season. Please put your shoes back on. Lace back your shoes. Hallelujah. Lace back your shoes. Semara kapa santa le kaparagababa. Epronen kepo se katane kapande legebo sita. Maya kapatapa, maya kepote kepasata.
Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We receive our new season. We receive lost seasons. We receive liberty. We receive freedom. In the name of Jesus, we receive the angels. Angels that are sent to activate doors, activate seasons in your life. We receive them in the name of Jesus. Angels of restoration. We receive them in the name of Jesus. Angels that will open doors. We receive them in the name of Jesus. We receive their operations in the name of Jesus. Angels of fruitfulness. Angels of restoration. We receive the power of God to birth this for us. We receive the power of God. We receive the power of God. We receive the power of God to bear this for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pasuche. Please come. Thank you so much. Please keep praying. We're going to break bread and make further declarations. We're trusting the Lord that everyone will taste the fruit of this season. I'm trusting the Lord. I don't want to be selfish about it. Trusting that everyone, everyone will taste of the fruit of this seed. Whether you are a child, whether you are an adult. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just want us to repeat this word. Say, I'm not disobedient child. I am obedient child. I obey God's word. I hear God's word. My heart is blessed. My eyes are blessed in the name of Jesus. I receive God's word to my heart in the name of Jesus. I see God's word. I live by God's word in the name of Jesus. I discern God's word in the name of Jesus. I walk in the light of God's word. In the name of Jesus, my life is expressing God's word. In the name of Jesus, my life is expressing God's life. In the name of Jesus, I live in dominion. I live in victory. I live in liberty. Hey, in the name of Jesus Christ, sin is far from my tabernacle. Pain is far from my tabernacle. Sicknesses are far from my tabernacle. I live in liberty. I live in freedom. In the name of Jesus, I am a child of light. I am not a child of darkness. I am a child of light. I walk in the light. I eat in the light. I fellowship in the light. I walk in the light. Light is my heritage. Light is my portion. Light is my reality. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am a child of life. 
Father, we worship you. We give you glory. Oh, we give you glory. We give you glory. The line are falling unto us in pleasant places. This is the inheritance of the children of God. Said, I am a child of a king. My father is the king. My father is the king. I am a child of a king. In the name of Jesus Christ, I refuse to be intimidated. I refuse to be intimidated. I refuse to be intimidated by every circumstances of life, by every situation of life. I stand as a child of a king that I am. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you praise. Can we stand to our feet and worship him? Can we stand to our feet and give him praise? Father, we worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise for the victory in this house. We give you praise because in all of, in all of these things, Father, you are making us more than a conqueror. That is who we are. We are more than a conqueror. We are more than a conqueror. We are more than a conqueror. We refuse to give up. We are seeing up. We are sending to Zion. We are sending to Zion. We are marching the feet of our enemies in the name of Jesus Christ. We are marching the feet of our enemies. We are marching the feet of laziness, unbelief, doubt, inconsistency in the name of Jesus. We bring them on our feet. Our feet is the feet of Christ. We bring them under our feet in the name of Jesus Christ. I am what you say I am in this season. I am that man you say that I am, that woman you say that I am, that family you say that I am that would you say that I am that is what I am that is what I see that is what I fellowship with in the name of Jesus Christ Father we thank you we thank you because your word is true your word is not a lie you have not lied to anyone you have not deceived anyone your word is true what you say you will do, you've already done in Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God who has given us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I am a victor in Christ Jesus. 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 That is who I am. That's good. Laziness could not hold him. Lawlessness could not hold him. Yes, he rose. He rose. I am moving into my high places. I am walking into my high places. I am walking the place of dominion. I am walking the place of victory. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Success is mine. I prosper in my mind. I prosper in my daughter. I prosper in my imagination. I prosper in my daughter. I prosper toward me in the name of Jesus. I prosper in every side. Glory to God.
We are fruitful in our marital lives. We are fruitful in our financial life. We are fruitful. We are fruitful in every shower. We are fruitful in every shower. We are not barren, but we are fruitful. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. On the barane kambate se simra fatenga pala shanko parane kambala koshukombratenge shanko mana kambada kaba. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we approach your table. The table of life. 
the table of life. We approach it. That prepare the table before us. That prepare the table before us. That prepare the table before us. Even in the presence of our enemies. We approach this table. I am Barando Fenites Sikon Barata. Sambarako Penigan Barako Paniga de Hesha. Shambarane Kabahasa. Father, we approach this table. Thank you for your flesh. Thank you for your flesh. The flesh does no corruption. The flesh does not. De- Thank you for your flesh. Hey, we want to eat your flesh. We want to partake on your flesh. Thank you, Father. Hey, we thank you for the awesome heavens, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate them. In the name of Jesus, we acknowledge their ministries. Even as we partake on your flesh, we thank you for transformation. We thank you, Father, we receive new bodies. We receive strength in our bodies. We receive lives in our bodies. In the name of Jesus, life is being activated. Oh, we give you glory. No sickness can survive your life. No diseases can survive your life. It's as even as we eat, we eat strength. We eat strength. We feed on life. We feed on immortality. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We are declaring the Lord's death and resurrection. Father, we are declaring that we are for the world to come. Thank you, Jesus. This body will not see that. That will not suffer the holy child to see corruption. We will, we will transform by the power of this communion to always be in your presence. Because that will show us the path of life in thy presence. There are fullness of joy. Thank you, Father. Even as we take your blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant, we declare that corruption is not in our generation, is not in our gene. We declare the world to come, the life that has no sin, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we drink by faith. We drink the very life of Jesus Christ, which is the blood of Jesus Christ. We consecrate our heart. We dedicate our heart in belief and in faith. We drink your blood. Thank you for life in our genes. Thank you for life in our blood. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Don't, 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 don't clap. Just keep declaring. Don't eat it casually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We receive lost years. We receive lost years. 
as you drink that blood and eat that flesh now, we are entering into a, into a covenant of restoration, a Amen. covenant of recovery Amen. of years. Amen. There are people here, you have lost years. We receive lost years. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I command wombs to open. I command loins to receive life. Amen. To birth children. Amen. I mean natural babies. Amen. We receive babies. Amen. We call them babies. Amen. We command wombs to open. Amen. We command wombs to open. Amen. We command loins to come alive. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We command wombs to open. Amen. We command loins to come alive. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive babies. Amen. The angel of that restoration is here right now. Yes. I'm talking about the restoration of years. Amen. The angel of that restoration is here right now. Yes. Heavenly Father, any man, any woman here Shabala that Bala. has lost years in the course of their life on the earth, Bala. my Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. you are the only one that can restore years. Amen. We receive lost years. Amen. We receive lost years. Amen. We receive children. Amen. We receive children. None Amen. shall be barren in this place. Amen. None shall be barren Amen. in our land. None shall be barren. Amen. We declare the word of God. Amen. None shall be barren. 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 Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. These two operations, I see it very strong. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. We honor you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Favor for marriage. Favor for marriage. Amen. Favor for marriage. Amen. We call it in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. We tear that garment Amen. of rejection Amen. over your face in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. When a new season, yes, Lord, Lord, we will see this season. Amen. We will see it. Amen. We will rejoice in it. Amen. We will rejoice in it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Father, we give you praise. Can we just sit for just for five minutes? We'll leave here. Hallelujah. Um, 
let's remember this Wednesday is a healing conference. Hallelujah. Can we put our hand for Jesus for that meeting? Hallelujah. Praise God. We are anticipating and trusting God for great things the Lord have ordained to do for them in that meeting. Hallelujah. So let's bear that in mind. We are starting by 10 this Wednesday. And we expected that every one of us um, try to invite one or two persons. Um, you know, just like one mama said at that time, it's not just only for women. Everybody is welcome. Hallelujah. Both men, you are welcome. Hallelujah. We have been trusting God, and praying and trusting God for her pouring of the Spirit in different dimensions. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's bear that in mind. Um, we do have anyone worshiping with us for the first time, please. We would like to uh, welcome you in a special way. Do you have anyone? Is anyone here worshiping with us for the first time? Okay, wow, my brother. Wow, this is your first time. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow, you're, we you're welcome. You're welcome. I hope you are used to you are used to this ministry. You're welcome. Yeah, it's a mama show. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we'd like to see more of you. We'd like that. Uh, praise God. So we meet here by every four, preparing his bride. And on Thursday is Mekizere School. And also the online meeting, um, open book, is on Tuesday by 6 p.m. Then um, the Mysteries of the Kingdom, 8 a.m., on Wednesday, then 8 p.m., sorry, 8 p.m. on Wednesday, then on Monday is what for now, 8 p.m. also. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, we are expected to join these meetings. I believe that um, they are ordained by the Spirit of God to help us, you know, to grow in our spiritual lives. Hallelujah. So, can we be on our feet as we thank the Lord if you have your offering, we can give to the Lord. I believe this is a good place to give to the Lord. Father, we just want to thank you. Can we just go ahead from our heart? Let's just not rush to go. Just, I think two minutes we we'll live here, but from our depth of our heart, we are saying to Jesus, thank you. Thank you. This is the love of God. This is the love of God. Thank you. We thank you from the depth of our heart, individually, as a family, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you began in our lives. We thank you. The Bible has instructed us that you will perfect it. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can we share the grace? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest and abide with us. Now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and his mercies is following us. All the days of our lives as we are the house of the Lord now and forevermore. Amen.
God bless you. Hallelujah. See you in the open book and Mechizedek school and what for now and the mystery of the kingdom. God bless you.